Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Miami Global Net. Today, we have Mario Del Duca, Managing Director of Nuba USA, a luxury travel agency. Welcome to Miami Global Net Podcast, where we showcase the people and organizations that support Miami's international landscape, learn from local business owners, startups, diplomats, and community leaders, get to know the tools and services that are out there that help you invest and grow in South Florida. Miami is a true global city where one can live and do business with a global reach. Mario, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Hi, Alejandro. Pretty good. Thank you. appreciate your, your time and uh, inviting me onto the show. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for, for joining us. So tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's get to know you. Where are you from? So I'm uh, Italian, brought up in the UK, hence Hence the, hence the accent. Um, actually been in Miami for, for four years now or so. Uh, moved here um, when, well, my wife and I, we were based in Mexico. We'd been there for six or seven years. And we'd always said that once we uh, had a family, once we had our first kid, we would move to Miami. And uh, that's what we did. You know, we always saw Miami as a really family-friendly place to be, uh, somewhere where we wanted to be, and we made it happen. So how old is your kid now? She's three and a half. She's three and a half right now. Oh, by the way, my background, for those who are watching the video, uh, I am actually physically in Brickle, even though my background is not Brickle. It's actually a, a place in Morocco. So for those that are, not, that are not watching and listening, can you describe your background? What are we looking at? Okay, so we're looking at a basically a blue town, a town that is completely paint, painted blue, which is in the Atlas Mountains in Morocco. For historical reasons, um, they decided 70, 80 years ago to complain, paint the whole town blue, different shades of blue. It's actually a fantastic place to visit, uh, pretty unique. There are two or three towns around the world, actually, that are painted blue, and this is, this is one of them. Uh, it's a very, very colorful place, uh, fun place to go. You're in the middle of Morocco. You're in the middle of the uh, mountains and a very, very different experience. Uh, it's actually a photo taken by me or my wife, but uh, it was take, taken by, by ourselves and went a little bit viral on Instagram when, when we took it a few years back. So I have to ask, did you and your wife meet in your travels? Was it like in a tour and a safari and then you guys <laughs> locked eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Actually, it's a very, very different story. My wife and I, we met, we were both living in New York at the time. I was actually a banker. At the time. This was in the 2000s. So I was a banker in New York and decided in the long term, I didn't want to be in banking anymore um, because I wanted to realize one of my ambitions, which was to get an MBA. So I started studying for the GMAT and I was in a Uh, a Kaplan library, so where they give the classes for GMAT. I was in the library there studying, and my wife was there as well. She was, I didn't know her at the time, obviously, but I, I met her there, and she was studying for the GMAT as well. And we sort of, sort of became study buddies uh, for a while. And then we both left New York to go and get our MBAs in Spain, myself in Madrid and, and my wife in Barcelona. And we, we kept dating while we were there. And... Once we finished MBA, we got married. Awesome. So it wasn't on a safari. Safaris came later and all the traveling came later. But, uh, but yeah, so it was in a library. Not, not quite as exotic. <laughs> well, the, the books, the books, the, you know, the stories in the books. But yeah, exactly. uh, so, so from banking, 
because I, I have some friends who work in New York in the banking industry. It's a lot of work, a lot of hours. Some people say you get paid well, but the money goes in the account and you're so busy working, you don't get to live it, right? right. But um, so what, what made the transition from, from banking to the MBA to actually the, the luxury travel business? Okay. Um, I mean, banking is, is amazing in terms of the learning, um, the network, everything you get out of it in terms of just the discipline of working in a big corporation. And then for me personally, I always wanted to have my own business. So the MBA for me was a stepping stone to having my own business. Oh. And I made a decision while I was in banking. Okay, and now's the time. It was like 2007 or so, 2006, 2007, when I decided that, okay, I've, I've been in banking for a few years. I lived in New York. And before that in London, uh, had a great run, really enjoyed it, but I was ready to make the move to, to becoming an entrepreneur. Um, and for me, the immediate step to, to do that was getting an MBA. I wanted to get an MBA first. Is that, that, that was one of the things I, I always wanted to do. And I decided to do it at a, a business school in Madrid called uh, Instituto Empresa, which is very focused on entrepreneurship. Uh, so that's, that's what I did. Um, and once I finished my MBA, actually, we moved to Mexico, uh, where my wife is originally from, set up a, uh, a business there. And after two or three years of being in that business, you know, we always set it up. Uh, we always had the idea that in the long term, we didn't want to live in Mexico, at least like while we had a young family. And so we set the business up in a way that we didn't necessarily have to be in Mexico to manage it. Uh, so after two or three years, We'd set up this business. We had a team in place. We had an infrastructure in place. And we got to the point where we said, okay, now the, the infrastructure is in place. Let's start traveling before we have a family. So we started traveling pretty seriously, maybe in 2014 or so, and spent the next three or four years, basically six or seven months of the year on the road and managing our, you know, our business interests in Mexico from wherever we were, going back and forth from wherever we were in, Mex in the world to Mexico every month or two just to check that everything was in order and everything was okay. We were managing the business from wherever we were. We went all over the world, uh, 30 or 40 different countries together in that time. And we, although we were already passionate about travel before, we obviously, as the more you're on the road, the more you want to travel, the, you know, people always say, oh, you've traveled so much, but the more you travel, you actually realize that you've seen nothing at all. And that the world is a huge place. There's so many amazing places to see. And, and the more you travel, the more you realize that And it just becomes a little bit of a, I wouldn't call it an obsession, but it becomes a little bit of a, a focus that you just want to see more and more in the world. So we did that until we moved to Miami. Uh, obviously, we still travel quite a bit. We, st uh, we still go here and there and we're always seeing new places. Um, so that we found a way to convert this passion into, into, uh, into a business. So we started working at Luxury. We were contacted by uh, a high-end agency uh, headquartered in Mexico maybe four years ago and three years ago we, we joined them um, and we were already in Miami at the time and a couple of years ago they started talking to me about okay we want you to head up the the US business which didn't exist at the time um, so we started talking about that and earlier this year it, you know, we made it happen and officially started Nuba USA and building out the team here and focusing on the US market. We, we already had our, we already had a client base. Uh, I already had my own personal client base. 
but the focus now is very much on, on building out Nubai USA, bringing a team on board, which we're very much in the process of doing. We already have, there are already seven of us on the team here in the US, all in, all in Miami or South Florida, um, and building out the local high net worth client base. So Nuba. For Nuba. Luxury travel. Well, how do you, so what, what makes you guys different than other luxury travel agencies? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a fair question. There are a lot of, there are a lot of uh, luxury travel agencies out there. A lot of, I, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know any, but you know, just asking. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually interesting that you mentioned that because obviously, you know, those of us that can remember maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you'll remember, you'll remember that there, there used to be a lot of little shops or travel agencies on there you know, in malls and in and streets all over the world. And it would be a little old lady or an old guy who would do, you know, little, your bookings or your trips for you. And then the internet comes along. And obviously that completely changes, changes the picture. A lot of those guys disappeared. But luxury travel or luxury travel uh, advisory is very different because the luxury traveler is looking for a unique experience, a unique way of traveling is pretty demanding, perhaps doesn't have the time to put their own trips together, um, has a, a list of bucket list, list experiences that they want and they need someone to help them out to, to put them together. And a luxury travel advisor helps, helps do that. You know, we have the connections in the industry, uh, whether it's you know, uh, high-end hotels or it's a yacht operator, private jet operators, uh, you know, the tour and transfer companies all over the world to, to, to put together complicated itineraries, which which in general a luxury traveler is is looking for um you know and in terms of ourselves you know we've been in business Nuba has been around for 25 years so it's now headquartered in spain uh, bought two of the biggest uh luxury travel agencies in mexico a couple of years ago so it's a pretty big entity very focused on becoming the uh the number one luxury travel uh, agency headquartered in the spanish-speaking world so that's part of our strategy. That's part of the reason why we're in Miami. Obviously, uh, Miami is a it's it's a very very Hispanic market. There are people coming here from all over Latin America and the Spanish speaking world in general, and we're very focused on developing a very strong presence in in this market so that we can develop those synergies that we have with the Spanish and with the with the Mexican business. So Nuba has been in place uh, been around for twenty five years, a lot of experience. We're preferred partners of all the top uh, hotel names around the world. So whether it's the Four Seasons, St. Regis, Singita, when it comes to safaris, uh, any of the big hotel names that you know will be a preferred partner. And also because of the volume we generate, we actually have wholesale contract agreements with a lot of the top uh, individual hotels around the world. So what that means for a traveler is that you're actually able to get uh, good rates or, or great rates, great promotions through us that you wouldn't be able to get directly. But beyond that, beyond the pricing side and the value side, um, we're, we're able to, because of these agreements that we have with the, with the top hotels and the top operators around the world, as well as great pricing, we actually get travelers extra things included in their, in their bookings with us that you wouldn't be able to get directly. Um, and the other thing is compared to maybe others is yes, we are, you know, preferred partners of all the top names. We generate quite a lot of volume for these uh, top names ar around the world. So when you're traveling with Nuba and you arrive at, a, I don't know, Four Seasons in Bali or a, uh, the Amman in, in Tokyo or some, you know, some amazing properties around the world, 
because you're coming via us, you will get VIP treatment. So for example, in the case of my personal client base, I would say that 80, 80 to 90% of the time, as long as the hotel has availability, uh, if you're coming through us, through Nuba and via me, 18 or 90% of the time, you'll be getting an upgrade when you arrive at the property. And that's just one of the perks you would get. You would also get other things in terms of the treatment you'll get compared to other clients or compared to do it, doing it yourself. So, so there are definitely a lot of, a lot of reasons to do it with an agency in the first place and, and with us specifically. And we're very focused on the Hispanic market. I think that that's an important comment to make uh, considering the market that we're in, in, in Miami and South Florida. Um, we have, you know, all of our team is, is bilingual. Everyone speaks at least English and Spanish. And we feel, that, we feel that that's really important in this market. In, in a lot of ways, we, we see ourselves as being the equivalent of a private bank, uh, but for the tri- travel business. You know, from your bank experience there. Exactly. So, so if you think about it, when you have a private banker, you, know, you, go, you go to see a private banker, a private banker gets to know you, gets to know your family, gets to know uh, what your situation is, gets to know what you're looking for in terms of short, medium, and long-term goal, goals. And it's very similar, and from that perspective, it's very similar to what we do. It's important for us to get to know you as a client, to get to know your preferred style of traveling, but not just to get to know you, but also the people that travel with you, whether it's your family or you're traveling as a couple or with kids. It's important for us that, that when you travel, you travel in a way that we know what you are looking for as a client so that your needs and everyone in your group's needs are catered for. Um, so that's we. I feel that that's pretty similar to the to the private banking industry, and it's something. And the relationships are obviously very important to us. Uh, we don't tend to be, or we're not transactional. It's not uh, for us. It's not about you know getting the booking. What tends to happen is clients come to us for the first time, and maybe they test us out. They want to get to know us and say, okay, let's let's see if it's true how the that Nuba can can do a great do a great job for us when it comes to travel. The first time a client comes to us, they tend to come with maybe a just an, an individual hotel booking, perhaps. Say, so, yeah, let, let's let's test them out, and they get to know us. We get to know them. We get to know their needs. They'll go. They'll have an amazing experience. And typically, what happens is that not only will that client come back to us with you know the, the bigger trips where they're doing a, maybe a multi generational trip, or they want to do a safari in Africa, or someone and someone in a family is getting married and they're going to have a honeymoon. Uh, but they'll start recommending us to other, other people. So it becomes a little bit of a, a snowball effect. Um, and I, I've personally seen that over the last two or three years, despite the pandemic, I've, I've seen a lot of that over the last uh, two or three years in the time that you know, I've developed my own personal, personal client base. So yeah, I don't know if that answered your question about why, why come to us. Uh, yes. But yeah, I, th- I think there are several good reasons to do so. I like it. I like it. We, we talked about the benefits will be obviously greater value. We have the security of the quality that you guys are offering, right? And then the time savings, which is important because luxury luxury travelers are not going to be your, your budget travelers, right? So you, it's those people that that are looking for that level of experience. I like the, when we were having the pre-podcast conversation and you mentioned it um, today as well, was the extra things and, and the value, which I wasn't really thinking about. Like I thought, oh, luxury travelers like people that just want to all high-end stuff at the places, right? I, but I didn't know that through a travel agency like yourself, or especially Nuba, there are extra things you can get because of that value that you're bringing to the hotels. So there's this exchange. They they give you this extra thing so you could pass on to your to your guests, right? 
Yeah, and also bear in mind that you know, a luxury travel advisor is someone who's traveled around the world a lot, is also someone who's very connected in the industry, knows what's going on in terms of travel in general. Uh, that that's that takes away a lot of on uh, the the legwork that people sometimes do in terms of researching, you know, where should I go? Where should I stay? What should I do? Using a luxury travel a travel advisor becomes, you know, someone is doing that legwork leg work for you or someone who already knows and already has the answers to those questions. So if I know that Alejandro, you like, when you travel, you really, you really focus on, on eating at Michelin star restaurants. Okay. Well, you could do the research yourself and finding out which are the Michelin star restaurants in, in wherever you're going, right? We already have that information. We already uh, work with those restaurants in terms of getting tables for, for our clients at these places. And what happens a lot is a lot of these places are sold out months in advance. So it's really difficult to get a reservation there. And someone like us, you know, it's not just about the trip. It also becomes about you, you're very focused on mission start restaurants. You're going on a trip. So we make sure that we focus on getting you those reservations uh, once the trip is in place. So it's not just about putting the trip in, in, in place in terms of flights, hotels. It becomes a lot more than that. It sort of becomes almost a concierge service as well. And the fact that we also have a lot of connection in the industry. You know, I personally know a lot of general managers or the sales directors for, for a lot of the top hotels around the world. It means that when you go, you know, all I need to do is send a little email or a WhatsApp message to, to one of my contacts, either in the specific hotel property or in the corporate, for example, if it's if it's a Four Seasons or St. Regis, I'll contact a senior person within the organization itself to make sure that you know they know Alejandro is going to to the to, to your property in wherever. Help me make sure that your team takes care of them. So I think that that's also a very important thing, and it's an extra plus that we give our clients. So walk me through through a client experience. I'm your first client. Do I need to bring you how many specifics? Can I be like, yo, este Mario, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. But I want to go somewhere. Walk me through that experience. Okay. Well, we have, we have both cases. We have people who are very, very specific, who know exactly where they want to go. They know exactly where they want to stay, uh, what they want to do in a destination. And that's, you know, that's easy until it's perhaps a place that maybe you wouldn't recommend they stay at because maybe you have some information that maybe you, uh, some clients of someone else went there and their experience recently hasn't been the best. But on the opposite extreme, so what you're seeing is someone is coming and say they have no idea what they want to do, uh, and they come to you looking for advice. And I think that that's also the that's that's the ideal situation because that's where you get the most value uh, out of working with a tra uh, travel advisor because it's our job really to find out to to get to know you, to get to know what your preferences are, what your travel style is, where you've traveled in the past. Uh, what kind of places you like to stay at. So we'll, we'll typically, when, when a client first comes, we'll have an initial conversation. And these days, what is really typical is someone is recommending us and we'll get a WhatsApp message saying, hey, I heard of you and like, I'm a friend of, of your client, uh, such and such. Um, I, I'm looking at putting a trip together for, for my family for the summer. There are four of us. Can you help me? More or less, that's where that's. And we'll have an initial back and forth via WhatsApp or a phone call. And then we have a little survey. It's like literally six or seven questions, which take five minutes to, to fit in. And it gives us some initial information on what the client is looking for. And then we'll have perhaps a more in-depth conversation, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or however however much time is, is, is needed to, to really dig down and look at the client's preferences and the client's needs. 
and then we'll start working internally on, on, on some ideas and putting together initial, an initial proposal with our team and with our local operators in the country that, that, uh, that we're suggesting that the client, the client visits. We'll present that first proposal to, to the client and then there'll be a, a little bit of a, a back and forth on getting it exactly perfect, exactly perfect, exactly in, in, uh, perfect in terms of what the client is looking for. And what we always say to the, what I always say to the clients is putting together a trip isn't just about us recommending and then us booking and having everything in place for you. I mean, that, that's, that's easy. Putting together a trip is much more an iterative process of a conversation that is going on maybe to over, over a few days or weeks, depends how far away the trip is, until you are 100% satisfied with what is being recommended. It's really important for us that when you go on a trip with, with, with Nuba, that it's meeting your expectations it's meeting your, your travel goals and you come back completely satisfied and it's better than you, you had expected because that's our best business card. That's the best thing that can happen to us because you'll come back and you'll be recommending us to other people. So it's very much a, communicate, a communicative and an iterative process especially when they're more complicated trips. And when I say more complicated trips, it could be a safari in Africa, it could be, you know, grandparents, parents, grandkids going on a trip together to five different countries over 30 days, which, which we get. It could be a honeymoon. Now, honeymooners are extremely specific in terms of, you know, it's, it's perhaps your, it's your first major trip as a couple and you want that to be absolutely perfect. And it's the one trip that you'll always talk about throughout your life and you want everything to be absolutely spot on. And honeymooners can be a layer, you know, it can be very demanding in terms of what they want. And it's up to us really to sit down with the couple and discuss with both, you know, so, sometimes both are very demanding and sometimes it happens very frequently as well that the wife is or the, the girlfriend is looking for one thing and the boyfriend is looking for something else and you're looking for a way to combine the two to get to, to make sure that both have an absolutely amazing experience. So yeah, it's very much about communication. So for you, you mentioned that some things were easier than others. What do you find the most satisfying as, as your job, like from your end? The most satisfying for me is the complex trips. So the honeymooners are I, honeymoons are quite light because it's really demanding. They're really demanding in terms of what they're looking for. Putting it together isn't necessarily easy. We get a lot of honeymooners who you know who have very good budgets and are looking to spend quite a lot of money on a trip. It's their trip of it's a trip of a lifetime in their minds. Uh, they want to do five different countries. They want to mix it between a, a beach in the Maldives, a safari and Dubai for two or three nights. So combining all of these three or four different things. And for us, it means you know, selecting the best possible uh, properties based on the budget the client has, making sure, and we do this with every trip. So if you come to me and you say, I have X, X amount to spend on this trip, this, I have this amount I want to invest in this trip. Part of our job is to make sure that you get the biggest bang for your buck in terms of your investment in the trip. And that, that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And the other important piece is if we're going to do something complex, like putting together a, um, a safari and staying in some amazing lodges in Africa um, where you know, 
transfers perhaps are not the easiest thing in the world where you have to get on a little plane to go between lodges. Uh, we have to make sure that we're working with the right partners on the ground. So the, all these little things make, make, make that kind of trip complex. The most satisfaction I get from that is when the client comes back and you sit down and you have a call to, in terms of getting feedback on how things went. And you already know how it went. Like normally, if you don't hear, hear back from the client much during the trip, you know it was absolutely amazing. And, and we're always touch, we're always really in, uh, really in touch with the local operators to make sure that things are going well throughout the trip without, you know, we're, without being too in contact with the client during the trip, unless they, they want that. So when they come back and they give us feedback and they say it was absolutely amazing, for me, that's what gives me the most satisfaction. And the next step from that would be when they start recommending us. Uh, when they start recommending us, you know that then you, you basically have a client for, for life who's going to be doing all their trips with you, going to be recommending you with, with other people in their families and friends. Um, you know, and that's, 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 that's very satisfying for me personally. So you mentioned, you mentioned budget. So a lot of people probably think that they need to have a lot of budget to use a luxury travel agency like yours. Can you, is, that, is that true? No, absolutely not. I mean, I always say to people that you can use a travel advisor, you can use us from anything from, you know, I want to go to Vegas for a weekend, three nights, or I want to go to New York for three nights. Uh, where do you recommend? What, you know, where can you get the best deal? Or I want to stay at the Wynn or the Encore in Vegas, which are two of the best properties in, in Vegas. You know, can I use you for that, for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can use us for that. We're extremely happy to, to help clients, even with a, a, a relatively small trip like that. You know, we have access to tools like te to technology and the wholesale tools for our industry, which mean that you know you might see online that uh, you know normally I you know normally you might book your your trip to Vegas or New York yourself because it's just it's just one hotel book and you think oh no I why would I use a travel advisor for this? But actually I would say like absolutely use a travel advisor for that because. One will get you uh, the same or a better deal than you can get on Expedia or Booking, but with extra things thrown in. And in a lot of cases, like for example, Win or the Encore, I can almost guarantee that I will get you a better deal than you can find yourself online. We know that uh, the sales director for for Win um, and um, well, and like when when we send clients there, you know, we'll we'll get in contact with them, say, hey, Alejandro is. Is coming to your property like an important client of ours. Help us take care of him. So, so you can use us from from a very small small trip from you know from a simple hotel booking anywhere in the world to the much more complex stuff. And like I said earlier on in our discussion, um, in a lot of cases, people, clients do come to us with the small things just to test us out. Let's you know let's see how things work out uh, by going by a Mario or, or going by an Uber. So could could I say that? it would cost me more to do the trip by myself because of all the things that I'll be missing out, the time that I'll be putting into doing this by myself. Could I, could I, could, would that be an accurate statement? Absolutely, because it's not just about the, the transaction costs of going online and actually booking. How much time do you spend to research where you're going to stay? Um, and what is the opportunity cost of not using a, a travel advisor? Because you know, mm. part of... Our service as well isn't just putting that trip together for you. It's also to give you the recommendation. You know, where, what, what should you do while you're in Vegas or while you're in New York? Uh, where should you go and eat? 
which are the and the the hot restaurants and the trendy restaurants in Vegas right now where you want to go and eat and let's make sure that we we get your reservation so so it's it's beyond cost i think it's much more about value and mm. the value add that, that we bring to the table by you doing a booking for us and i can guarantee you that when you when you when you come to us when you come to to Nuba, it's not just about uh, the transaction it's much more about the service and about the value add that we're giving you so I, I could I could lose I could lose money in the things that I don't know that I'm missing out on. I mean, meaning as I'm not knowing on something. It, I, I could lose on the experience, and that 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 is a loss of the trip. Absolutely. I mean, you could you could you know you could go to a lot of people use TripAdvisor, which you know I have nothing against TripAdvisor, but um, you know it's a mass market tool that may not align with travel needs or your travel style you're much more likely to get what you want by going by a travel advisor who's already done the homework, already knows which are the best properties to, to stay out in town, already knows where you're going to get the best service than taking a bet, you know, rolling the dice on something that you know, would take, take you a lot of time to really to, to, to know properly. The other thing to consider as well is to take the stress out of it, take the time out of it. It's, it's not just about the time you invest in researching where to stay or what to do. It's also, you know, it's also stressful. We have enough things to, to stress about in our lives. That that's something that for no, no cost whatsoever, someone else does for you. There aren't many things that, that, that we do in our lives that someone else can do, you for you, uh, do for you at no cost. The only thing that you would be doing is booking which costs you less and doing it directly anyway. So you're actually saving money and someone's already done the homework for you. Take the stress out. If something, if something goes wrong, um, that's the other benefit of working with a travel, a travel advisor is if you're on a trip and something, you know, something's not quite right. And this happens a lot. How many times do we travel and there's something that isn't quite right on our trip, whether we've booked it ourselves or not, or has been recommended by someone, someone or not, there are things that can go wrong. And if it does, or things are not quite right, then the best thing you can do is get on the call or send a message to your travel advisor. Hey, uh, can you help me out with this? The travel advisor will, will take care of that. And we, we know who can help us take care of it. So if you're staying at X property anywhere in the world, you know, we'll know the general manager of that property. We'll know the sales director for the, for the, the overall corporate. Um, that'll get taken care of. Doing that yourself, is a stressful situation and you know you might not get the results that you want hey i am a i'm a big i mean I, I definitely consider time and the usage of time a lot especially the more projects you embark on and, and work the last thing you want to do is stress about something you're not supposed to stress about and i think that the your vacation or your trip in a way starts when you start planning it right so why stress especially me i mean i wear the same thing every day to work <laughs> You know, I wear the same, almost the same shirt for every podcast. I don't even want to start thinking about, oh man, I already wore blue yet. No, yeah, I'm not a, you know, so the more options, the more confused I get, but um, the more stressful I get. So I know that we're running out of time and uh, we'll have one more question for you. Uh, okay. So the pandemic, how, how has that affected the industry? I know, I mean, we're almost, almost looking at the light of the tunnel here for Florida, especially a lot of the. Rules have been lifted. A lot of normality has already returned. Basically, you know, we, we can uh, go back to do business as, as usual. Well, do you have something to say about the industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
obviously it's it's fair to say it's been a uh, a stressful year or so. No one no one expected something like this to to, to come along, and and it happened. Extremely stressful time, I think, for everyone who's been in the industry, uh, especially in the beginning. Uh, a lot of it, for me personally, a lot of it was, you know, there were there were clients traveling or about to travel, try, clients had already paid, trying to make sure that they got their money back, trying to make sure that the insurance companies paid out, you know, and that was extremely stressful for for me for me personally. It's probably the one of the most stressful things I've I've had to go through in my lifetime. But I can say with a lot of satisfaction that you know we did a I think we did an amazing job in well, I think in the industry in general uh, of helping helping clients out and making sure that that any losses were at a minimum. And in my personal case, my my personal clients, I can say that 100% of my clients got 100% of their their money back or credit for a future trip. So no one lost money because of the pandemic. But yeah, it's been an extremely stressful time. What I can say right now is I've never been busier than I am now. I have a, a list of clients who want to travel right now. Some are even uh, on, on a last minute basis in for July and August, some already for, for the holidays and for next year. So I agree. I think that there's a lot of light at the end of the, at the end of the tunnel. I think there's a lot of pent up demand, especially in the luxury travel sector. There's a lot of money that wasn't spent over the last year that people are looking to spend now, and they're looking to to spend it well and to, you know, in in certain in certain respects to make up for for a year that they weren't able to travel like they usually do. And I think going back to your earlier question as well about when should you use a travel advisor, why should you use a travel advisor, as well as taking their stress out of a booking, a stress out of a situation you might get in while you're while you're traveling. You know, we, we've become fixers. We're fixers for situations. Look at it, an extreme case like the pandemic. We, we've become fixers. So we've become the the the, the go to people in the industry for making sure that you get your money back for making sure that things flow smoothly despite the situation. And at the moment, a lot of it, you know, with a lot of countries opening up, all of them are opening up with restrictions. So there's a lot of information out there in terms of, and a lot of incorrect information in terms of what you need to get into a certain country. Now we're updating this information. We're getting bombarded with information on a daily basis on different countries and different restrictions. And we're the ones that, you know, we wade through that information to make sure that when you travel, you know how many days before you, you leave you need to get your, your PCR test or whether you need to be vaccinated or not. Yeah, that, that's the current challenge, but that's a much better challenge to be in than the one we were in a year and a bit ago. Thank you. Mario, this has been great. I mean, we can keep talking. I'm a big fan of, of travel, even though I don't do a lot of it. I should do more of it, but I like the idea. I can ask you a lot more questions, but thank you, Mario, for taking the time and telling us about the uh, luxury travel industry and what you do here in Miami. Not at all, Alejandro. I appreciate the time and uh, look forward to staying in touch and speaking to you again.